Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm gonna slouch in here. Okay. Right. Hi guys, my name is Erica. I am the millennial. Hi, I'm another Gen Z. Hi, I'm another Gen Z. And today we're gonna be discussing about a murder or a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Serial killings murder. in this, in this, yeah, in this case. What murder? Yeah. What about the murder he committed? What murder? He was, yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, who is that from? Yeah. So, TikTok. So, so TikTok like, oh. who was, he was the best guy around. Like, what, what about the murder, the murder he did? He what murder? It's like an interview on TV. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I was on that kind of TikTok. That side of TikTok. Oh, no. Sorry. Probably. I'm in dog side TikTok. Oh, never mind. No. Overwatch TikTok. Uh, what else? That's it. Okay, all right. So, anyways, um, so today I'm gonna be telling a story today. Mm-hmm. Um, I and how I came about this story, I don't know. It's just randomly just thinking, like, what can I do? What can, what serial killer can I think about? Because last time we talked about um Jack Under Undertaker, remember Underwager? No? Under Underwager. The Undertaker. Under- <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Underwager. Yeah. Sorry, not Undertaker. Yeah, Underwager. Uh, it was the Australian Ripper. Yeah. The Austrian Reaper? Austrian Reaper. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I just need to stop. Anyways, before we get to that, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The elephant in the room. We are in the room. We are the elephants. We are the elephants in the room. <laughs> uh, Featuring so, a guest. Yeah. So, I mean, if if I get a chance, we'll mm-hmm. show this. And you guys will be able to see how we are and, you know, and... Yeah, and I never do my makeup. She never does. Yeah, no. never does. Oh, oh, anyways, did you guys want to share something about your weekends? <gasps> no, oh, no. It was my birthday yesterday. Yeah. How old? How old are you now? I'm 17 now. He's 17. Yeah. I'm like the youngest senior in my school. He's a grandmother. He looks like one. <laughs> he does, literally. You do. Sorry, you do a little bit. How? What do you mean how? You get you didn't introduce Bambina. Well, yeah, so oh, yes, and I'm pretty sure you guys have noticed we have a a little special guest here with us. This is Bambina. Uh, she, well, Bambi, call her Bambina. Um, mm-hmm. she, she's the one that you hear in the recordings when she barks. The background, the angry old lady. Yeah, the eldest our, of the babies. She's our child. She's, she's, she's the, the eldest. She is the eldest. You she's the only one allowed in this room right now, currently. I'm hoping she doesn't. Even though she's mostly the one that's barking. She does. Do you see her little, her little gray but face? she's special. Mentally and physically. I like you. And just, yeah. I was going to say, wait, just physically, but never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, mentally too. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right, then, guys. I guess we're just going to go ahead and, and tackle this um topic that I have for us today. And we're going to be talking about um Arlene... Warnos, have you guys heard of? Yes, okay, uh, I. Mm-hmm. You, have you ever heard of Arlene Warnos, Nano? No. Is it Eileen no? or Arlene? Oh, Eileen. A I L E E N. Yeah, Eileen. Eileen Warnos. Or Aileen. Yeah. Either one. No, she's so. She's so slay. She's so slay. She's so slay. Yeah. Yeah. She would kill she men. She slays. She sliced and diced. Well, I'm not gonna say anymore. I was gonna say everything, but we just we just the Erica. Wait, no, she didn't slice and dice actually. Technically, she didn't. Don't touch me. So, um, <laughs> don't, touch me. don't touch me. Okay. So, um, so in the uh, so we're talking about uh, Aileen Wernos. Um, mm-hmm. she is known for her work in prostitution. 
and in The Murders of Six Men. She was born on February 29, 1956, in Rochester, Michigan. Fun fact, Angie, she's also Pisces. I know. Pisces, like... <laughs> I know. You know, most of the murderers are Pisces, like John Wayne Gacy, Eileen Warnell, I forgot who else. Most of them are Pisces. Zodiac signs? You're lame. Why don't you love me? Don't talk to me. Well, we all have the same blanket. So we're I like, like it. The, we're like the grandparents of... Uh, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, Johnny Depp. No, if anything, uh, like I said, if Bambi gets uncomfortable, I'm snatching it away from you guys and putting it on her. And it's going to happen. Okay. I'm not straining you. So anyways. <laughs> anyways, so she's, a, so she's also Pisces. Um, so back to the story. Shortly after her birth, her father was convicted of child molestation. Yeah. yeah, he um the records show that after a few years in his um prison sentence, uh her father committed suicide. Yeah, her mother abandoned her and her brother Keith. The siblings were taken in by their grandparents. Wernos's uh grandmother was an alcoholic and her grandfather was abusive. At a young age, she was sexually abused by her grandfather. She was also stated, uh, she well, she also stated that she was sexually active with her brother as well. Whoa. I know. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't really search into that right. whether it was forced or not, or it was consensual and consensual on both sides. I don't know. That's still, that's it's still pretty gross. Yeah, like you sure didn't read it. Anyways. What, what's so funny about this? Nothing. Angie, yeah, what's so funny Obviously about this? this? Is right, Angie. <laughs> what? You're so ugly, okay. Okay, I want to continue this. Um, it was at the, it was said that at the age of 11, she would also trade sexual favors for beer, money, and cigarettes. I'll give you a hand if you give me a pack of Newports. Yeah. No, no, she's 11. Literally. Make it a little bit more higher. Yeah, make it high-pitched. I'll give you a hand if you give me a pack of Newports. Not scratchy, just high-pitched. No, bro. but she's smoking, so what she's like... Oh, yeah, huh? Wait, no, but it, that takes a while. It doesn't happen all of a sudden. Right? No, but it's funny. <laughs> Never okay, I'm sorry. It kind of sounds like David, which is why I was saying, like... David. Well, with David, it was raspy. It was like that's why because because he was a ghost. That's why. But you're a child. Well, no, she, not, at no, this no. point in time, at she's still alive. She's eleven year old that smokes cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna continue with this. At the age of fourteen, she had a son. Her neighbors claimed that the boy was from one of the, her uh, one of one of the grandfather's um adult friends. Um, he was given up for adoption. And that's all that I know of the child. I have I didn't look into him. And I'm sure if she does have family out there or if he does have family out there, they probably wouldn't want to be like Yeah, put out there. Put on blast, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh soon after she began to hitchhike and travel to different places in the country. She would often use different identities in her adventures. So one day she was Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. The next day she was Princess Bob. What? Princess Logan? Yeah. <laughs> That's all that came to my hand. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because haven't you seen the TikTok, the conspiracies that Princess Logan was actually really weird and that she was like evil? Oh. 
Right? I thought you actually meant like she would actually, she actually like, consideration that she's actually every that she's actually every candy person. Oh, no. Oh, because in the in the videos it showed that she would experiment on her candy people, yeah. and she created lemon grab. I mean, lemon grab wasn't the sanest person. And then when she created her like what was that like that that griffin animal or whatever, and she used like, and then oh, like it, it went crazy and started killing everybody. But then like when Finn, when, when she Finn, used Finn, Finn's DNA. Yeah, she was with DNA, and then that was able to, like, stop it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's crazy. Or she's yeah. Okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. stop. She, she's, she's a strap. She does mean. Oh, yeah, she does have a strap. <laughs> she, she, she pulls out a gap. I'll deal with this. What kind of strap? Both of them. And you stop. Both types. Okay, Angie. And you stop. Make me uncomfortable. Anyways. I'm so sure. He's 17. Yeah, Angie. He doesn't know any of this. Yeah, he do. No, any of this. Yeah, he do. No, he does not. <laughs> yeah, he do. No, and you know, he never experienced it because he get no bitches, but... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Keep I'm going. Hey, Bambina doesn't know about this. Shut up. You're right. Okay, Bambina's the actual child. She is a child. She's a baby. Leave her alone. She's old. She's old, but she's still a baby. Continue. Okay, I'm gonna continue. All right. And eventually, she was kicked out of her home. She was only 14 at this time, too. So, I mean, there was just, like, period of time where she'd be missing, she'd come back, and, you know, she'd just be going around. But um, eventually, they just told her, you know, you know, just don't come back at all. And she did it. She traveled a lot, but in 1976, she married a man named Louis Fell. He was a wealthy yachtsman, but soon after, the marriage ended. Dang, she almost had him too. I wonder if she got money from that marriage. Actually, I didn't. I didn't look into that. Probably, probably, probably him. And in the early nineteen eighties, she moved to Florida to work as a prostitute. She was constantly in trouble with the law. Some of her violations were for illegal possession of firearms, forgery, assault, and robbery. The officers that had dealt that had to deal with her would often say she was not easy to work with, and would note on her poor attitude on her records. In 1986, Warnos met um, Tyra, Tyra Moore, mm-hmm. T-Y-R-I-A. I spell it out because I am not the best at English. Mm-hmm. T-Y-R-I-A. T-Y-R-I-A? Yeah. Is it? Tyria. Tyria? Maybe. Or is it Tyra? Do you not pronounce I? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. From now on, I'm gonna reference her as more, cause I can't. Her last name was yeah. So she met Tyria or Tyra Moore in Daytona Beach, Florida, and began a romantic relationship with her. After. She's one of Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Okay. And this is the part of the timeline where we start to see the murders happening. Martyr. I don't know. <laughs> Martyr. It's like, uh, I, I brought the mur. Thank, Thank you. you. Murder. Murder. To the snow. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's what I know. No. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. We know that too. Actually, when Vine came out, I wasn't really into it until Vine shut down. Then I was like seeing all these Vines and I was like, this is so funny. You probably tried introducing you and you're like, mm-hmm. Or I just saw you guys being all weird, and I was like, ooh. 
Yeah, he's worse slash art weird. Um, so her, her, so now we're gonna get into uh the murders. Mm-hmm. Her first victim was a man named Richard Mallory. He was a fifty-one-year-old Caucasian shop owner, and he was driving along Interstate seventy-five in Florida when he pulled over to pick up a prostitute. His body was later discovered with multiple gunshots to his chest by a Volusia, V-O-L-U-S-I-A, county de- uh, deputy. This is for everything I, I can't I can say. What? Volusia? Yeah. Vol- Volusia? V-O-L-U-S-I-A. Volusia? Don't even try. Okay. Don't even try. Huh? What? If I can't get it, I don't know if you can get it. Remember when you when you couldn't um uh the body was found. Colonel? The body was found. Mm-hmm. Pronounced what? Colonel? Colonel. Colonel. But it's so <laughs> weird. And and Julian or whatever. What it's it like colonel. Colonel, yeah. Colonial. And I was like, it's pronounced Colonel and you Colonial. you and Eric you and Julie were like, You had a hard time in high school. I don't believe you know how to do that. <laughs> I know my spelling. Uh, okay. You don't. His body was found several miles away from his car. That's what he get for having a gay name. What? That's what he gets for having a gay name? How do you know his name is gay? Well, you just said it earlier. It's Richard. Richard, Richard what? Mallory. That's why. Can't James ignore you. Where are this close from movie? I just want to park it. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm funny. Her from. Yes, from her seat. I'm giving it to Bambi. The next victim was David Spears. They had found Britney Spears. David Spears. They had found the nude body of the forty-three-year-old construction worker on June first, nineteen ninety. He was found in Citrus County. Citrus County. Zesty. He had six shots in the torso. Zesty. Citrus County. Citrus is zesty. It's a zest. Citrus. That's how you. That's how you like. Never mind. Continue. Okay. A few days later, the body of the third victim was found. Third victim was of a Charles Cars de a Cars day done. Cars. Shoot. Can I see this? Can I see Cars Kadon? Cars Kadon. C A R S K A. Where is it? Cars Kadon. Say it. Yeah, Karskadon. Okay. I just, I just dared you. I just dared you to like. Crazy. I dared you to like. Defy me. Yeah. The forty-year-old was discovered in Pasco County. He was at. No, in Florida. It's all in Florida, guys. Oh yeah. Pasco County. He was a part-time rodeo worker, and he had been shot nine times in the chest and stomach. The fourth victim was Troy, um, Uries. Give me some more blanket. The, the Marion County law enforcement found the body of the fourth victim, a 50-year-old salesman, on August 4th, 1990. What was his name? I just told you. Troy Buries. Oh. He was reported missing less than a week after he was found. He was already composing, but the medical examiner was able to, to determine that the cause of death, death was two gunshots to the torso. The fifth victim was of Charles Humphreys. 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 He was a retired Air Force major. 
police chief and Florida child abuse investigator. He was found dead in Marion County on September 12, 1990. The victim was fully clothed and had suffered multiple gunshots to the head and torso. Humphrey's car was later found in Suwannee County. The sixth victim was Peter's um, was Peter's Symes. The 65-year-old had left Central Florida and headed for New Jersey in June of 1990. His car was later found in Orange Springs on July 4th, 1990. I know. America's birthday. Sad. Though, though Simon's body has never been found, witnesses described two women near the car in Orange Springs. During the investigation, police retrieved, retrieved fingerprints belonging to Warnos and more. The seventh victim was Walter Antonio. Walter White? Authorities, no, authorities had found partially disrobed body of the 62-year-old 60, on November 19, 1990. In a remote part of Dixie County, he had been shot six... Sorry, he had been shot four times in the back and head. Antonio's car was found five days later in Brevard, Brevard County. Broward? No. It's Broward. B-R-E-V-A-R-D. You don't even know about this case. Broward. Your, your face is Broward. Broward. Your face is Broward. Broward. No. <laughs> yes. No. I'm for sure I know this is Broward. No, it's not. Yeah. B-R-E-V-A-R-D. Broward. Brevard. Broward. Broward is Broward. 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 This, this is like a different county. As they were, as they were finding the bodies, as they were finding the bodies of these victims, an investigation was being con conducted during, and obviously, you know, during these investigations, police found some evidence that led to Miss Warnos. It seemed like these stolen items that Warnos would take from her victims were pawned off for money. Detectives have discovered items that belong to one of her victims at a pawn shop with a receipt showing Wernos's thumbprint. Yeah. See. The police also found, uh, found, found keys to a rented warehouse unit Wernos rented using an, an, an alias and found one of her victims' camera in the unit. So they were tying Wernos to these murders. In 1990, Moore had moved back with her family in Pennsylvania. Probably an attempt to get away from 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 all of this that was happening, honestly, uh, from all the crimes and the murders that was happening. Mm -hmm. So Warnos was then arrested at a bar in Port Orange, Florida. She had outstanding warrants, and she was stopped and and, and booked because of those. Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, the media was all over this case, and during this time, you really wouldn't see female serial killers, which is why this 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 case got a lot of like attention. Cause it's really, it was really, it's really rare. Also, cause like what she said. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What she said something about. What did she say? Or did, did you mention that? Or is like, or is that the end already? I don't know. No, I saw more. But oh, what did she say? say? Oh, okay, I'm gonna keep going. If I don't say what she said, then you can say. It. Yeah. During the trial, Warnock stated that she was raped by Mallory, her first victim, and that his death was be was because she was defending herself. This was extra info, and it was not brought up in court. But it seemed that Mallory did see did serve a ten year prison sentence for sexual assault. <laughs> sexual assault. 
Stop sexual assault. Isn't, isn't funny, she did also state that the other killings were also committed in self-defense. But as the trial continued, she would take back her statements. As the trial was ongoing, Moore made a deal in January of 1991 to avoid prosecution. It seemed like she was able to get a phone confession from Warnos and get her to take full responsibility for the murders. On January 27th, 1992, the jury found Warnos guilty of first-degree murder for Mallory. She got the death penalty. For the other murder, she was also found guilty and received a death sentence for each victim. So in total, she had gotten six death sentences. Huh? No, it's like 25 years each, no? Death. Death, Angela, death. Death. Death sentence, death penalty. Six. Oh, death. Six times? Yeah, that one I'm dead. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just so that it, I guess, like, it, it, well, I mean, every person that she did wrong has to, has to, has to get, like, uh, has to, has to have, like, sentence given because of them, you know? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's get, like saying, like, like, their family has to be made whole again. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like the justice system saying, okay, so for each person that you killed, you're gonna die each person because each person like you did wrong so no matter what like she does or or if something happens because sometimes like there are laws that come in after mm-hmm. and then they have to look overlook all these like cases and they have to see whether or not they're gonna keep them in a death sentence or not mm-hmm. some, you know, some cases do get over overthrown this mm-hmm. is um talking about the death sentence this happened here in washington that i forgot what the guy did but he got sentenced to death you're gonna be death by hanging. And how I think how the hanging works is they they take your weight and then they they like put you starting around at like high tall so that you go down and snap your neck instantaneously. Oh but wow. Since the man was over two hundred and fifty pounds, he couldn't do that. No, no, it's not your weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, they're so just going to be. So if they did do that, but he was over 250, if he was over 250 pounds and they did that, he would get, he would get captivated. So he sued, he sued the prison, and he was going to get killed at any point. What are you going to do with the money? Wait, wait. I don't know how much Oh, he sued because he was going to die? No, he sued because if he was to get, if he was to get hanged, he would get decapitated. That's false advertising. That's why they said he's just gonna get his next time not decapitated. Interesting. Interesting indeed. So there you die. Hey, he got money. Oh yeah, he got life. Well, he was originally that sentence. I think he just got put like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Continue. I guess he got money. I don't know. He was commissary. Five million in commissary. Sixty days in. Has shown me how valuable commissary is. Yeah. If you're rich, you can like rule the whole like prison, the whole prison, yeah, basically. Okay. So, small update. Bambi got a new patch. She got nerfed. Okay. Yep. Yeah. This is Bambi. We got. We got. <laughs> what? what? She's so cute. Show her so to the camera. We got, so we got a little puppy now. To the camera. We're not gonna tell that though. We got a little puppy here. Her name is Minnie. This is Minnie. She's like Minnie Mouse. She's Bambi updated. Um, she's like the Great Valley like Bambi. I'm just kidding. That's Lil Debbie. That's Hostess. Okay. That's just that's just Debbie. Okay. That's just Minnie. Okay. I was just, that's just Debbie. That's just Minnie. Yeah, that's 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 that's
Okay. Now, after receiving her sentences, a court-appointed attorney brought up the fact that Warnos might not have been mentally fit. And were fighting for a stay in execution. There were some comments that Warnos had made that gave the impression of a troubled individual. Like Angie. Okay. Three different psychiatrists examined her and said that she was mentally competent and understood the gravity of her crimes and sentence. Because of this, the stay of execution was lifted and in October 9th, 2002, sorry, 2002, she was executed by lethal injection. Well, since you know that every inmate in death row, they have like a last meal they can give mm-hmm. them. Well, apparently, our Aileen Wernos declined her last meal and only asked for black coffee. That's why. Remember, not only that you were asking me too, like what, like what, what would my last meal be? Yeah. And I told you it would be like my mom's torta, with like uh, with like you know chata. A sprite. <laughs> a sprite. Oh, chata. McDonald's sprite, guys. Yeah. So her last words were, "I'd like to say, I am sailing with the rock." And I'll be I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus June sixth, like the movie, Big Mothership and all. I'll be back. I don't know about you, but that kind of that doesn't sound like a sane person. Does not sound like a sane person, uh, right? Sounds like, sound like an I mean, unless unless there's like a hidden me- message in there, but it's like I don't I don't probably I don't know, girl. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she yes. So, I don't know. Maybe she was right in the head after all. And I mean, because back then, I feel like back then mental health wasn't really like. Mental for them, no. Yeah, like if they. You had so many people to, they would have put you in a mental If. if they would have put you in a mental one, wouldn't you? Yeah, I feel like back then, like, mental health wasn't really like a priority. Or, Girl, they didn't think it was mental health. Or there was like yeah. mental illnesses for them. Yeah, like it wasn't. Like it wasn't a thing. Like ADHD. And like I have a friend, she says that her ADHD was diagnosed. But without without any testing, because at that time that she was being diagnosed with it, the doctor didn't know how, what to test her for. But yeah. You think I have ADHD? No, I don't think so. You think I have it? Yes. No. What do I got? You do have ADHD. I got ADD. Yeah, ADD. Oh, and you no. have ADD. And you have everything. <laughs> I got she this has, too. I don't know what she has. You know what I got? Plus that too. Plus that. She... <laughs> ah, you're so, so cute. Cool. Okay. She was cremated, and her ashes were scattered by a tree in her hometown. She did have two documentaries made, mm-hmm. and she also had a movie about her life. Um, I remember when I was younger. I at least like a small portion of it. Because there was, like, a scene where I got a little traumatized. I was like, whoa. And at that age, I was like, what is going on? Um, so, so I had to stop it. So I really haven't seen the whole movie. It's called Monster. I think it was oh, yeah. in 2003. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was an anime called Monster when you said that. Not bad. Okay, no, no. It's a movie. And it documents her life. And then it has... Um, I forgot the main character. It's Char- Charlie. No. Char- Charlene? Theon? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm so I'm so bad with names, but I know that the that the love interest that was in there was played by the actor that played like young young Wednesday in like in like the original Adam's Family movie or yeah. Oh, Christina Ritchie. Yeah, 
Shake that up. Fun to say. Ah, ah, whatever. That thing by okay. That thing by chart. Oh man, by power of like I don't know six tons. Okay. This can maul you to death in three business days. Okay, but I mean that's that's all that I have for uh, this topic. That's all I was able to research in my limited time because I had to work today. I had to work yesterday, but today I had to get all my stuff done because. Hmm. We went to the store today. Yeah. We did go to the store today. I'm washing. So, wait, wait, do you know Do you know why she's, like, really popular? Like, really popular? No. Okay. No, I don't. It, see, I was telling you that I probably don't have the quote. So, what What was the quote that you were talking about? Um, it wasn't really, like, quote. I'm just, I'm just saying. Why are you um, the way you are? I wish I think of a quote. I think of that one quote that Abraham Lincoln said. Okay. Go ahead, Angie. So she only murdered men because she had like a really strong hatred because from an early childhood she was hurt by men, especially in the men in her family. And so she she did work as a prostitute. She did identify as like a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So she had like a female lover. The female lover was in all of this. She like would help her out, and she would. Target men only. Yeah. Because of that. It kind of... Well, I mean, you know, looking at her childhood, it, it, she did come from a broken home. Mm-hmm. From parents mm-hmm. that didn't love her because the mom abandoned her. Her father was a child molester. Who knows? The father probably would have done the same with her. Mm-hmm. And, and the brother, too. And, um... It's just kind of a broken home. Like, it's... So, I mean, that's, that's bound to something to, to somebody's, like, mental state. Especially if they're not... Right. That's why um, when you were saying that you don't think she's like mentally well, I don't think so either. I think that's due, like due to like all like the un like unseen like, trauma. Maybe yeah, the unseen trauma, the underage drinking, the underage smoking. Who knows? What I feel other like she really wasn't mentally like maybe in, in all her travels. So I mean, you know, I feel like it's it wouldn't. I feel like she probably wasn't wasn't good. Um, actually, thinking about this, I remember. That Julie told me to listen to this podcast. It's called the Mr. Ballin Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and in there, he, he talks. Is it Mr. Ballin Podcast? Or was it a different one? Mm-hmm. Or was it? Or was it Sword and Shield? Oh, I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to double check. But they were talking to this professor, and the professor he 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 was doing a study on like uh the brain waves and the brain scans on um people that. Uh, oh my god, on people that have psycho um, on people that are psychopaths or have psychopathic tendencies. Yeah, uh, so they were taking a bunch of scans of people because I guess like um some parts of the brain um light up differently. Yeah. When you're a psychopath and some people and what compared to a normal person. Mm-hmm. So he took one of his own brain, and when they were looking at the brain scans, he said, "Oh yeah, that one's definitely a psychopath. Who is that one?" Who does that one belong to? And then the one taking the the actual like like pictures, um, or like the boy brain waves, he well the pictures. Uh, he was he was he, he told them well that's your that that that's your brain. So um and then so he started like the study and going through and started looking at like the patterns and he basically said that anybody can be a psychopath. Um, it but it just depends on how they were raised. 
and like what traumas they were exposed to as a child and that kind of dictates whether or not they're gonna they're gonna act like it when they're that they're gonna act or react when they're older so he says that somebody that came from a broken home and that are psycho psychopaths they well they they probably go into doing committing crimes or murders or um or like just torturing people in their home. Um Okay. So um, <laughs> but then but then since since he since he wasn't exposed to any of that, he says that he was kinda like uh that his state was kind kinda kinda like he was kinda like uh what did he call it? He said he said a term. I think he was like a like a slept psychopath or an or an inactive. Yeah, maybe like a non-functioning because he he was fine. He did, he like you know how sometimes you have those tests that they ask you, oh, what would you do with this? Would you do that? And then like they they depending on that they they categorize you as this type of person. So when they asked him those questions, he he answered and they said, oh yeah, you know you were giving the same answers as as like as a, as a known psychopath would. So and and it's like and he was like, oh okay, like that's. That's different. It's just that he wasn't raised in a bad in a bad environment, in a bad home. So he didn't he didn't ever grow up to like like, you know, like wanna hurt people or wanna kill people or wanna like torture people. That's all that I have for today. I don't know if you guys wanna add into into that. It did did you hear about that study too, Nano? Is that what you were Yeah. And yeah. I heard according to like his um his children, he's like, Oh yeah, he's he's kinda odd. Like the like the through that you just say he's kind of odd like he's like more like quiet just himself like emotions like they would see on TV that people like that fathers would like show that they never like saw that mm-hmm. so I guess he was more like quiet and kept himself like he would never be like as a certain person like that mm-hmm. so I'm like oh that's kind of interesting you think you could be a sub-psychopath? no I feel like it's just weird cause like, I could be a sub-psychopath no, yeah I thought like would not be a sub-psychopath no I don't think so because, or maybe, maybe, maybe I need to go through different levels of trauma. Yes. But I feel like your Pokemon cards are gonna get ripped. But I, but I feel like, like the um, environment that Julia Torito and I grew up in, it, it was different from what you guys grew up in. Yeah. And yeah, I, I feel like if any the people that probably have more of a chance of being psychopaths are probably gonna be myself, Julia and Torito, than you two. Yeah, but this came out, so I don't even know. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like yeah, like we if anything, it'll probably be like the three of us. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. You might you're a little special sometimes because we don't exhibit some the type of you know like what? like um act like we don't exhibit some of the yeah we don't exhibit the chase some of the actions yeah getting chased by her older sister with the hot knife shut up shut up <laughs> and you getting kicked in the head by Julie <laughs> and then and then now when we bring it up she's like. That never I happened. That. That she's gotta happen. remember that. That never happened. Whenever we bring up her chasing with the hot knife, she just giggles. She's like, oh yeah. She's like, punching <laughs> me. I'm punching him when he was like three years old. <laughs> you probably deserve it, no lie. I hit him Yeah, you deserve yeah, it. You deserve this it. This is like over like 20 hours. Mm-hmm. Bald, Nano. <laughs> We're bald. both bald. Yeah. yeah, but you're like a bonnie, Nano. Throws like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti and meatball. Yeah, basically. Like spaghetti says to fight back. Okay. All right. 
Well, I mean, that's all that happened today, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that what you guys also have? Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, we're going to probably go with Shakey's. Yes. Yeah. We'll yes. see how it goes. Hi, Minnie. Um, so, well, that's it for this week. Um, join us for next week. Uh, our topic next week is going to be on a history board. If you haven't, please go follow on the socials. And... Bye. Bye. Bye.